This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise, and if you're choosing to have a drink, choose to 100%. drink wise. Particularly important around finals time. Absolutely. We're all in lockdown. Don't get caught in the moment. Take a breath. Enjoy this time of the year. And don't go over, overboard, drink plenty of water along the way. And if you're choosing to have a drink, just do it and choose to drink wise. Matt O'Dwyer from Yarra Wonga has the uh, red cherry today, Hutchie. He loves the show. He hangs out every week for the podcast and it's been his saviour during the lockdown. So nice sentiments there from that. And he addresses this to you. Do you think we could be doing more to promote our young players who are about to be drafted? Perhaps with the week off before the grand final, it could have been a chance to showcase a game of the up-and-coming all-stars from across the country. Some of these kids have hardly played in two years. Just think it would be fantastic to see some new talent on prime time and it would make for great content and a discussion regarding the draft and trade week. I reckon that's a fantastic idea, particularly for what's happened to Victorian kids and others around the country, but mainly Victorian kids who have, to Matt's point, not been able to play footy effectively at all for two years. I like it, Matt, and it feeds into my argument that we've been pushing a little bit around getting more content into September because we have this weird world where the time of year we're most interested in football, we have the least amount of content on. There's, in essence, there's nine games in the last 40 days of the year. And there's three in the last uh, 14 days, yep. given we've got to now buy now between uh, the grand final. Yeah, yeah. So what, what I would do, Matt, is I would put the uh, AFLW into September without question. September? Yep. Well, see, they've moved that back to January. Yep. In a perfect world, in a normal year, it would launch in September or, or just before, two weeks before. That flies in the face of the decision they've made. Yeah, it does. But their, their decision they've made at the moment is really because of the circumstances they're in. I think in September, you should be able to watch a lot of footy. And if that means that we can get some real focus on the AFLW, I think it would be fantastic. Um, I think it could tie in so much with you know, Wednesday night, Thursday night, footy, Friday night, footy. You can use the Sundays. The daytime Saturdays are free, double headers on Saturdays. Back to Matt's point about the, the kids. And then the kids. Yeah, I'm coming to that. So Sorry. I would build that in and around it as well. Yeah, okay. And then you can have a situation where the young players play a, a type of season late in the year as well and away you go. Yep. Adrian Sell on Twitter. Where were you both when the two towers of the World Trade Centre were hit? I was at a restaurant in St Kilda Road, saw it on the TV, went straight around the corner to Channel 7 and spent the night in the newsroom helping produce the coverage. Yeah. I was um, just at home and I think like a lot of people in Melbourne at the time, um, was watching TV and, and watched the second one go in when Sandra Sully was on air and, and not aware of what was she broadcasting, the significance of it. And then uh, I had a mate over there at the time and couldn't make contact with him, which obviously had me worried there for a period of time, but yeah. made contact the next morning when I woke up and... Yeah, it's, I think everyone's got a, a, a distinct memory of it. Um, have you been to the memorial now there that's yep. out there? It, it, that's an incredible experience. I was fortunate enough to go there um, whenever it was, two or three years ago, and that's as mo- or maybe four years ago. That's as moving an experience yeah, as, you, as you can get. Have you caught up with any of the documentaries around the oh, 20 the, anniversary? Because I haven't. I've been on referred to a 1,000, but I just haven't got around to watching it. One on any. Netflix is a big boom on called yeah, that's Turning Point, so yes. I'm going to watch that at some stage in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, this is from Matt Hoy on email. With JB and BT in quarantine over the weekend, I thought the AFL commentary left a little to be desired. It goes in a little bit, Hutchie. Um, yeah, they both missed because they're both quarantined together. When do they get out? Uh, it will be, I think it will be 
Tuesday week. Tuesday okay. week, yeah. And, and we're talking on this particular Monday of this week. Yep. So it's a fair bit yeah. of time. Yeah, they've done a – it was last Monday. So, yeah, they've done done the seven days at yep. this stage. Uh, just on that theme, Grant M on Twitter, what are the chances that someone has got some cameras in the quarantine house that James and Brian are sharing? Surely there is some quality content in this. I don't think you'll be seeing any of that, Grant. Um, anyone who's been fortunate enough to be ticked off by the WA government here is uh, is respectfully treating the 14 days no matter where they are and, and not using it for media purposes. Yeah. And, and rightly so. 100%. It's all yep. about respect. Uh, is the week off before the grand final here to stay, asks Jared Moore on Twitter. And if so, what do they schedule in that week to keep the momentum going, which is, to your point, uh, a few moments ago? Yeah, I think it's it's probably not. In, to be fair, but if it were, there's a wonderful way to do a build-up and put great content around it and lead up to it. We've seen with the Super Bowl how good it can be. I'm a bit influenced by America, as everyone will roll their eyes and say, but I, I think I, I quite actually quite like it. But I don't think it's it, – what I, what I like about it is you get the best product, right? You get it, you get players rested yeah. equally. Yeah. Which is rare. Normally there's one team more rested than the other. Yep. Melbourne does worry me only playing one sort of, in a month, but – yeah, we'll see what happens. Didn't worry them in the no. most recent showing. Uh, Chris Diostoli on Twitter. The radio industry is set to enter the digital age in respect of how ratings are measured. Interested in Hutchie's thoughts on how this may play out in terms of current standings. I don't know why I'm reading this question out. Example, do you see a station with good ratings currently falling back or vice versa? Chris, I don't know whether it will help or yeah. hinder us. Does Chris even exist? Have you just planted this question there well, for What me I would say is hallelujah. The industry has opened its eyes and realised its methods are archaic and are going into the modern age, and thank goodness for that. So are we abandoning totally the old book system, so to speak? There'll be much more of a uh, the e-commerce book, uh, the e-commerce method versus the book, and then there'll be streaming integrated in as well and modern. And there's going to be a 2,000 watches I read that are going to be fitted with behavioural um, responses. Like your little ankle bracelets. So thank goodness, Chris. Uh, James Hawkins on Twitter. Did either of you see anyone complain about both prelims being night games? Great point, James. I think I know what you're asking there, as in why are people having problems with it being a night grand final, Hutchie, given every other game of note yep. is both celebrated, pushed for, argued for, requested to be at night. I've totally come around to this. Five or six years ago, seven years ago, I was a day person when it came to the grand final. I am 100% night now, and you have been for some time from yep. memory. But you're right. The hypocrisies at play here. No one had an issue with the, the prelims being couldn't, Friday night and Saturday night. Agree more. Yep. Uh, Stephen Scott knows that you've been asked this question before, Craig, but why can't we have games of football podcasts so we can re-listen to them? It would be great to listen to the pre-game and the post-game after the event as we have to make a choice who to listen to at the Stephen, moment. Stephen, it's on my list and we'll, we'll absolutely look into that. Um, I don't know if you've got the sheet in front of you there, Hutchie. There's a question there from Ben Kelly who wants you to ask me something. Right. Ben Kelly says... Damo's lack of succession planning is not just evident in Mitch Cleary's departure from AFL.com.au. Mitch and Riley Beveridge have been Nat Edwards' backups for AFL Daily. Who is Damo's backup? Hashtag Keyman Risk. There's no backups. Everyone's equal in there at the AFL, Hutchie. And, and yes, we will need to fill the Mitch Cleary role, but the uh, other name you got there, Riley will Beveridge. You, <laughs> will you be involved in the recruiting for Mitch's role? Oh, maybe. Who have you got your eye on around town? Who should we have our own? What do you? What's the job spec? Is it young, merging, or is it established? Um, well, Mitch was all of the above, wasn't he? Mitch, Mitch was Mitch was established as well as being emerging and and already well credentialed and all rounder. Yeah, I think all rounder is pretty key. 
they've got to be able to do your job because you've obviously just sat back in the Oval Office and let that role be the – like, realistically, that's your job that they do every day. No, so no, you can write columns. I'm doing the opinion stuff, Hutchie, yes. which, which is what you suggested some <laughs> years ago. <laughs> so you need a, you need a uh, newsbreaker. We've, we've got newsbreakers. Riley, Cal, Sarah, so you need, Schmucky. Is it a chief football reporter role? Um, well, <laughs> we had the conversation in the main body of the sounding board about the Tom Brown football role. I don't think anyone's really got that title. We're, we are all equal, Archie. And unlike a lot of organisations around town, we actually like each other. So that will be the most important component we'll to get the, a, we'll get the old, We'll get the send-off, Mitch, and we're sorry to see you go and the whole routine, will you? Or is he just, just walking out the door? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Probably should organise something, shouldn't we? Because you, you haven't spoken to him since he walked out of your organisation. You keep saying that. It's not true. Well, we actually traded messages after last week's year. year at- Only because he tried to break the story and did break the story that one of your, no, one of your employees I, I, is leaving you, I Bob Murphy. connected to him before that. Uh, one to the, finish. One, just one? Yep. All right. We've been pretty – oh, there's a Sheffield Shield question there you might want to ask. I haven't even looked at it though, Hutch. Where is it? Uh, oh, yeah, Michael, it is Michael Simon. Uh, this could be Damo. One to finish. Damo, as the former Chief Sheffield Shield writer, cricket writer, how do you feel about the Indians' decision to cancel the final test out of fear of catching COVID <laughs> Missing the restart of the IPL, this would be another case of T20 being prioritised. So what can we do moving forward to ensure that Test cricket survives, especially when all the money is in the short-form cricket? Yeah, well, Michael, I was um, unfortunately have to to admit, I wasn't aware that last test had been cancelled for those reasons. So I've been out of the loop in quarantine. I don't know. I don't miss anything. I don't miss anything. I've missed the fact, because I love that series too. I was watching the first four tests, uh, um, totally spellbound by the bound by the, the movements in it. So... Um, yeah, it's it's a good. I mean, you, you again. What I'll do here, Michael Hutchie was all across this topic as a taking out the trash element of our conversation. He also did reference that the IPL effectively won out in that battle. So no I will refer you back to the main body of the sounding board for this particular week. And sorry, I don't. I'm not across that as a former Sheffield Shield cricket writer than I should be. That's question time this week for the sounding board. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.